Hello, welcome back to the GDA podcast. Joe's not in this one. This week, there's been a lot of sacking of managers, including the likes of Emery, Marco Silva. After our last podcast last Thursday, he got sacked. And Ancelotti's been sacked as well from Napoli, even though he got through to the round of 16 with Napoli. Also, we're going to be talking about Liverpool and whether they'll get back-to-back Champions League uh, trophies or will a new club rise to the challenge of Liverpool and also we're going to be talking about the latest transfer news at the moment all, to, all that will be coming on, up on this episode of the JDA podcast Liverpool are planning a short January move for Red, Red Bull Salzburg winger Takumi Mina, Minamino uh, he has a release clause of £7.25 million pounds, which for Liverpool standards, isn't that much. And, um, yeah, he did score against them earlier in the season in the Champions League at Anfield, so could be a very good transfer for them. What um, position do you reckon he'll play? I know he's a winger, but do you reckon he'll be more like a Salah cutting inside or a Mane? They both cut inside, but what do you reckon he'll be like the most? I think uh, I saw him against Liverpool, and he looked like one of those wingers that would hurt you by cutting inside, so he's pretty much... Like a Salah or Mane, but um, I don't think he'll be as good as them. But you never know. After playing them, Drek and Liverpool have thought this is what we could have as a super sub, basically on the bench. Um, as an option for Mane or Mane even or Salah. Um, well, the thing with Liverpool, they they don't really play any weaker players except like sometimes because Shakiri was meant to be like a great super sub, but he only gets subbed on in some matches because normally before they make the substitutes they're winning uh, so they don't need to make attacking substitutes so it will um, be a struggle for him to get game time I think but I think overall like, I th- is he young? I think he is young isn't he? Um, Could he become the next Son would you say? I don't think he'll be at the standard Son's at at the moment because he's in very good form for Tottenham but you never know and moving over to the other side of Merseyside, um, multiple rumours have just been released that Everton have offered free agent Zlatan Ibrahimovic a £4 million a year contract to join them in January. The better side of Merseyside for a start. Also, do you think Ibrahimovic will make much of a difference to the Everton squad? Um, well, it's it's hard to say because I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin's probably a young Zlatan Ibrahimovic except they can't really shoot that well um, and whether it'll be a benefit to our club because you see Everton's playing style and we just like now with Duncan Ferguson we'll just go as fast as we can on the counter-attack um, but with Zlatan Ibrahimovic you can't counter-attack. We'll obviously come on to Duncan Ferguson later in the podcast but do you think Le- uh, Zlatan will bring leadership skills? Um, because you've not got a very experienced squad, have you, really? Uh, no, we've got a lot of young players um, coming in, I think. Uh, it's hard to tell because with a player with his calibre, I think for some of the young players to watch him play like first-hand in training and everything, it will be um, very good for their progress, but whether he'll actually bring it back to the Premier League as he did with Man United, uh, uh, no one knows. Could you see him captain at the side? Um, well, we haven't really got uh, a standout captain at the moment. We like alternate it a lot from Tom Davis, Luca Dean, Jordan Pickford, but 
just you're relying on Tom Davis, the 22 year old. I know he's from near Everton, is he? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So you're you're relying on him to captain your side, and you've got the likes of Michael Keane and there who are quite experienced. Um, I think because you need someone in the centre of the midfield to captain a squad, and if you we've only got two central midfielders at the moment in probably Gilfie Sigurdsson if he can uh, play, and he has been captain a few times on Morgan Schneiderlin, but they aren't very lively players, and you want someone that's up and down the pitch to be captain to talk talk to all the players. So Tom Davis, I think, is probably, yeah, good for the captaincy. Now we're going to go on to the managerial part of this podcast because there's been a lot of seconds this week, including Emery, Angelotti, and the big one, which Alex is buzzing about, is... Marco Silva. Is out. And Duncan Ferguson. Fraud! Fraud! <laughs> Duncan Ferguson is in. So, what are your thoughts first, Alex? Because this is a big move for Everton. At first, when I heard like uh, Duncan Ferguson was going to manage the squad for the Chelsea game, I thought, yeah, he hasn't had any experience in managerial, um, any managerial role. He's an attacking coach, I think. We'll get done on the counter-attack a few times, but... Watching them play actually brought heart back to the squad, and I think that's what we were lacking under Silva. Your one-touch passing was absolutely amazing in that game. Richarlison, did he play? Did he play? Yeah, Richarlison was alive in that game, and he scored. Calvert-Lewin got two. Ferguson's obviously bringing the best out of the Everton players. What about who did who did he put as captain? Uh, I think he put Sigurdsson. We might have put Luca Dean. I think Luca Dean's a good option. I know he's not very lively, but he is a good option. What formation was he playing? Uh, just normal four four two. We haven't played that this season. Um, I noticed Marco Silva um, criticised the the squad because um, he was questioned why he didn't play uh, two strikers, and he just went, "Oh, it was against Sheffield United, and it was the worst we played all season." And then when a new manager comes in, he's he's not really a manager, but Doug Ferguson comes in, brings two strikers, and all of a sudden we're scoring three goals against top six, uh, top four opposition. So um, yeah, it's definitely one whether he can motivate players, uh, Marco Silva, and two um, was he just too stubborn on his tactics? People are saying that you're going back to the basics. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of teams criticise going back to the basics, like four four two, wingers stay on the wing, strikers stay up front. But um, you can you can see like it worked. I think Chelsea went into like tactics a bit too much, like trying to break us down. But at every point we had eleven men behind the ball, and I think it was hard for Chelsea to get a pass off in that game. Uh, yeah. Who I know Ferguson's playing, well not playing, but managing the team this weekend. Who would you want as an ideal person to replace Marco Silva? Um, well, there's not many good managers out of the job um, like now, but uh, if there's anyone, like I'd probably pick Ancelotti because of all the things he's won and all the things he's done for football clubs such as Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, and stuff like that. I think he could bring... Um, some more winning back to Goodison Park, but um, just if if we beat United, you never know. Um, it's probably not going to happen, but Duncan Ferguson could keep his job. 
who would you want out of? Because you've been linked with Emery, Allegri, I've been hearing, and David Moyes. Out of them, because I know you said Angelotti, who would you get out of them as the second best option? Um, Probably Emery, because um, when he was Arsenal manager, I know he didn't really work out, but he was playing some nice football, and he knows how to manage a squad. Um, I know some players like Xhaka didn't really appreciate the fans that much, and obviously Emery wasn't doing the best for him. Um, but I think he could be a good man-manager and a good tactical coach as well. Um, I've, I've seen a few people say David Moyes might be coming back. I Firstly, I extremely doubt it, and secondly, I, I hope he isn't, because like, Moyes is in the past. We don't want Moyes back, and Allegri is just a bit meh. I'm going to give you some quick-fire questions. Who... So, who's going to take over at Arsenal? Oh, Marcelinho. Who's but who's he, for the viewers uh, who don't know? Former Valencia manager. Uh, he got them into the top four um, in the Spanish league a few years ago, but was sacked because he lost two games in a row. Who do you think will replace Everton? I know you've touched on it. Uh, I, I can't see anyone but Ancelotti at the moment. Napoli, who would you say? I know that oh, no, they've got Catuso, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've just hired Gattuso. Uh, I think I don't think he'll be very good though, because I don't know. He just seems like one of those characters that wouldn't be a very good manager. Would you say it's a bad move by Napoli to get Ancelotti in because he's got them to the round of sixteen? I think they're doing really okay in the league, and they've got rid of him for no apparent reason. I think it was it was definitely looking up for Napoli because they beat Liverpool away, drew Liverpool at home, and not many teams can do that. Um, I know European-based, um, he did quite well in Napoli, but in the league, I think he didn't win any game in five. So, um, But you never know, they had they have a, long, a, a young squad, um, some exciting players coming in like Lozano. And I think given more time, he could have done a very good job at Napoli, but yeah, sacked himself. Who do you think is going to get ne- sacked next in the Premier League? Oh, I think um, that's hard because not many managers are doing terribly. Uh, I know Solskjaer's brung it up a bit. Um, I don't know. Uh, the Norwich manager is probably going to go on a bad run of form. I think they're going to do a Fulham. I think they're going to get someone like Ranieri in and... He, he might keep them up, but I don't think he will. Of course, Daniel Farker, the Norwich manager, maybe could go if Norwich do go on a bad run, run of form. But also, Nigel Pearson has come in at Watford for Flores, who has been sacked. What do you think about that? Do you think it's new new time for Watford? Because they are bottom of the league and they really need help. I think sacking um, Flores was a good idea because he wasn't... He was getting better results than um, their old manager, but he wasn't really getting the results they need. But um, who was that manager they brought in? The former Leicester manager. Yeah, Nigel Pearson. He was at Derby for a while, I think. Yeah, uh, I don't think he's the right manager to bring in. I think you have to bring in a manager that um, can win, like can't doesn't win international trophies, but can win matches under pressure. Like I know it sounds weird, but Allardyce would be probably fantastic for Watford at the moment uh, very defensive manager um, but yeah you never know new manager could help them 
now we're going to give our Champions League predictions for what will happen in the final. Alex, who do you think will be in the final first? Uh, I think it's going to be Liverpool in the final again. I can't see them not getting into the final and the form they're in at the moment and the luck they get in the Champions League. Um, and it's a bit of a controversial one, but I think someone like Bayern Munich getting in the final, to be honest. Um, they've beaten quite a few teams this season. They're not doing very well in the league, um, but they, they beat Tottenham 7-2 and 3-1. Yeah, um, they beat Zavenda six nil away from home. I don't know who they are. Uh, they beat Olympiacos in the Champions League as well, two nil. So yeah, they're doing very well in the Champions League. Um, not so well in the league, but um, I think they will go to the final. I think it'll be a very good year for them. So do you reckon Bayern will win it or Liverpool? I think Liverpool will win it, to be honest. I heard a lot of pundits say yesterday on BT Sport, all three of them said Liverpool are going to go back-to-back. And you've said you, they're going to go back-to-back. So, apart from Bayern Munich, you can't see any other team getting near that, near the final. Um, I can't really see Liverpool losing, to be honest, because they, they perform in high-pressure games all the time. Um, I think if... They can slip. They can definitely slip. Like against Napoli, um, losing away from home, what, 2-0? Yeah. yeah. And drawing at home to Napoli as well. So if that was in the Champions League, they'd be out. Um, But, yeah, I can't see them losing. I personally think it will be an unexpected final. Liverpool will get in it, but I think the other opposition to them will be very unexpected, like a Bayern Munich. But I don't think Spurs will get through. I don't think City will get through. They've not got the squad depth. Where do you think City will go, actually? You... I think they'll get to last eight again. I can't see them getting any further because they're always like they're always the favourites, aren't they? They're always like yeah. two to one to win it, but they never come close. Because last time they they lost to Tottenham. Like who loses to Tottenham? Um, and yeah, they they're not they're the opposite to Liverpool. They fold under pressure. And I think that's why they haven't won any European trophy yet, even though they probably have the best squad in the world. So, Yeah, so I think Liverpool will be in the final. I'm not sure if it'll be another Istanbul miracle, you never know. But I think, I don't see Real Madrid getting in, but I do see their rivals, Atletico, getting in. Their performance last night was very good. I can't remember who it was against, but it was very good. João Felix is just confident as, because... His penalty just showed it. The way he stepped up and told everybody, I'm taking this, because Trippier was going to take it, but he missed one in the uh, match previously. João Felix picked up the ball, put it on the spot and scored. Do you think João Felix is worth 135 mil? I'd, I don't think he is, but... He, he's definitely not worth uh, 135 mil. Um, maybe pushing 100 mil, but um, for to pay that much money for a 19-year-old is just ludicrous. Um, you never know, he could perform like better but uh, the way he's performing now I think he's got like three goals in the league in about 12 games so that for 135 million just isn't good enough but yeah, he is only he's still only 19 I think by the time he's 23 he could be a world class player but at the moment no Just a quick question who do you reckon will get into the Europa League final? I think oh, Inter Milan and Wolves Wolves? Yeah. Really, Wolves? 
uh, yeah, I can see them probably getting in. Also, uh, it's probably going to be a team that are, that are in the Champions League, but I don't know why I can see a Europa League team getting into the Europa League final just this once. So United, Arsenal, you don't think they'll be in the final? No, I think the way the way it's going at the moment, I don't think they'll be in the final. You never know, but um, some of the teams that have dropped down to the Europa League, like Inter Milan, uh, I think they're just too strong for the for the Europa League opposition that they'll be facing. Of course, Ajax went out as well, which was quite shocking, because and Leo went out, didn't they? So Valencia and Chelsea went through. Chelsea had a good performance, but Spurs lost three one. And Sesson Young got his first goal, but I don't think there's much positives that Spurs can take away from that match, really, is there? City, of course, won four one against Dinamo Zagreb away. One after going one nil down, and Liverpool won two nil against Salzburg. What do you think about that Salah goal? I don't know how we got in it in from that angle, but what do you think? Um, black magic. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he he's African anyway, so. Uh, Probably did some weird spell to do it. I don't know how he did it, but yeah, he did it. So, yeah. Best player in the world at the moment, bar Messi and Ronaldo? Ooh. Salah? Yeah. No, no. I think Mane is much better than him. I think Salah outshines him a bit because of that goal-scoring season, but yeah, Mane is much better than Salah. Um, I actually rate Mbappe, though. Yeah, uh, he's case, he's proved it on international level. Um, he hasn't proved it in the league because he's been playing in a farmers league. Uh, but I think if he did come to the Prem with someone like Man City or Liverpool, or even went to like Real Madrid or Barcelona in a harder league than the French league, I think he'd prove to be one of the best players in the world, if not the best, after Messi and Ronaldo. I heard something this morning. It said Eric Britt Halland has been to RB Leipzig and Borussia Dortmund to discuss if he will go to either of those clubs. Of course, United, Juventus, they were all linked to him as well. And 50 scouts, I think it was, or I don't know how many, it might have been 50 scouts, went to the game the other day where he didn't score, but he put in quite a good performance. Where do you see him going? And do you think he can become a star? I, I, s- I see him going to uh, like a smaller club, not the... Not a top club. I think RB Leipzig or Borussia Dortmund would probably be best. Because if he went somewhere like Barcelona or Real Madrid and didn't get a start, then I think it'd be his career over. He'll go to someone like, yeah, probably. Um, Do you reckon it would be like another Alcacer if he went to Barcelona? Because Alcacer, of course, went to Dortmund, didn't he? And yeah. then went to Barca and then went back. Yeah, I think um, he could be a a good like very good attacking outlet for someone like, like a lower club that plays in the Champions League like Leverkusen or someone um, but I can't see him performing on like for a, a great team like Real Madrid or Barcelona um, Do you think he'll work his way up? So he's gone from La- uh, Salzburg to Leipzig or Dortmund do you reckon he'll to make that next step he has to prove himself in one of those leagues to go to the Pro or to go to the La Liga or to go to Serie A yeah, I mean, he's he scored Champions League hat-tricks. And to do that, you have to be a very good player. But if you see the teams he scored the hat-tricks against, they're not the greatest of opposition. Um, but I think, it, yeah, if he was to prove himself in one of the big leagues for a smaller team, like you saw it with Romelu Lukaku, 
he performed for Everton like year in year out, and then when he went to United, he just flopped a bit. So yeah, I think going to a slightly smaller team that are in like Champions League or Europa League could be very good for him. Would you say Lukaku's reviving his career because, of course, of that flop at United, really? And Sanchez, do you reckon they're both reviving at Inter? I think Lukaku's definitely reviving his career. I don't know whether Sanchez is because I've not really heard his name at Inter Milan. He's been injured, I think, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I think up front with Latura Martinez, Romelu Lukaku has been insane for Inter Milan. Um, it's definitely not the Lukaku we saw at, um, at Man United, but yeah, depends whether he can carry it on now. Because uh, if he was to carry it on, he'd be a very good uh, footballer. This weekend is probably one of the biggest weekends in Everton's history. No, I'm only joking. It's Everton versus United at Old Trafford. Score prediction, Alex. Um, I don't know. It depends what team we put out. I was very disappointed with the team put out against Chelsea, but then in the end, it was a very good um, pick from Duncan Ferguson. So, yeah, I'm going to go one all. Very nice result for us. Goal scorers? I'm going to go Michael Keane for us and Marcus Rashford for you. Of course, United beat Manchester City in the derby last weekend. Would you say the first 35 minutes United absolutely dominated City? Yeah, definitely. City didn't have a sniff on goal for first 35 minutes or first half, to be honest. Um, I think Man United could have scored about six or seven the way City were defending, just being counter-attacked after counter-attacked. Um, it'll... Um, yeah, I think United, I think they haven't been playing that well this season, but I think because it was the derby, they were all like hyped up, and um, I think that's why they beat City. Um, but you never know, they could carry this form on, and if they do play like that against us, the way they played against City, then you're probably going to score a few goals against us. United obviously do better against top six sides that's been shown this season. Tottenham, we beat them. City, we beat them. We're the only point to get. A, we're the only club to get a point off Liverpool this season, and we beat Chelsea four 0 So there's a run of games which United have absolutely well not dominated, but had a chance in, and they've proved it. What do you think about Oli? And do you think he's got foundations at the moment to set United to go on a path of glory in the future? When I, I'm not talking, when I'm in the future, I'm talking about three, two years. Um, well, I think to be a, a brilliant manager, a brilliant coach, you have to be able to beat the big teams but be able to flatten the smaller teams. And we've seen it with United this season. They haven't been able to beat the the smaller teams that they should be able to be um, like flattening, like as City and Liverpool and Leicester do um, to those teams. If you want to be a good manager, you have to be beating everyone. Uh, so... Um, I think he could develop United in the future, but it's whether he, he carries on the form he's currently in. I think it's going to be 2-1 United. I think Everton won't park the bus, but I think they'll drop deep, and that'll cause United a lot of problems because we're good at counter-attacking, but creating chances not so great because of our midfield. I mean, I heard a United fan the other week say, how have we gone from Nicky Butt, Roy Keane and Paul Scholes in midfield to Fred Pereira and McTominay. I just think it's shocking, but there we go. I I also think we need to get somebody like Bruno Fernandes, who's a creator in that midfield. 
and that will really help us. But anything goes in the January transfer window. What do you think about Everton tran- January transfer window? Do you reckon you'll get any good signings? Of course, you've got Keane, who needs to still prove, but who else? I think, uh, yeah, we definitely need another centre-back. Uh, we've got Mina, Holgate and Keane. They've all, all been playing brilliant this season. Well, not brilliant, but better than some other seasons. I think Holgate's definitely proved himself now. But we need another centre-back to come in because I think Duncan Ferguson's spoken about playing three at the back sometimes. And if we play three at the back, we haven't got another centre-back Um at Premier League level that we can start and I think we'll also go in for another striker because the strikes we got at the moment I think if Calvert-Lewin carries on with this form we probably won't need another one but I think if we sell Tosin and get some funds together we can get uh, quite a good striker or sign one on loan that we can like, just come until the end of the season and score a few goals that we need because I think with Marcus Silva that's what we were lacking. If so he said p- playing three at the back is an option. Do you reckon you could play like a Wolves in a way? Um, but not as deep because Wolves do go deep and that's how they're such a good counter-attacking threat. What do you think? I think you, with Wolves they have very fast attacking full-backs but with ours they're attacking and they don't come back very well. Um, so you need the players that Wolves have got to play like Wolves. But... Um, yeah, it's whether we want to play like Wolves, to be honest, because they they haven't lost in about ten, is it? Yeah, it. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah, of course they beat Brighton. Well, they didn't. They drew at Brighton at the weekend after Brighton scored in about three minutes, which was good for them. But uh, yeah, they're not unbeatable. We beat them three two near the start of the season, so yeah, they definitely are playing very well now. But um, yeah, it's whether. We want to adapt to be like Wolves or we want to make our own game, which I think we're doing with the 4-4-2, um, breaking teams down, not letting them break us down and winning games. This weekend it's Arsenal versus Manchester City. Of course, Freddie Lundberg taking over Emery. City are away, but do you think they'll have any impact or do you think Arsenal could have an upset against City? I'd... I don't really see Arsenal getting anything out of the game. I think um, they've been playing absolutely dreadfully at the Emirates with um, Jungberg at, at the managerial role. Um, but you never know, there could be a slight upset. I think City have actually been playing better away from home than at home. Sorry, against Burnley, which is a very hard place to come. They beat them 4-1. Um, but then again, they have lost to teams like Norwich away from home. So it could be an upset, but probably not. Of course, Burnley are a very physical team, but City managed to just get it down and play tiki-taka, which they love. That's it for this week's podcast. What would you like to say before, you know, to play Everton, Alex? Uh, yeah, um, you're going to win-ish. Well, you might not, or you probably will. I see United storming them, beating them by quite a few. Let's pray for that, United fans, because we have to savour every single moment of this. So that's it for this podcast. Uh, That's a bye from me. Uh, And me. Make sure you like, subscribe, and watch any videos you haven't watched already. Yep, smashing it at the moment. Hold 23 subscribers, but we'll get get higher. Uh, Of course, we got 43 views on one video, I think. Well, yeah. Amazing support. Yep. 
the loyal fans. I, I see it when I put it up in every hour, we get at least four views, which is very good. So thanks for tuning in for this podcast and have a good weekend.